Hi guys, welcome to this episode of the Trainer Feed. We are your hosts. My name is Angel Sanchez. We have David Bravo. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and Jack Delager. How's it going, everybody? Uh, today we're gonna kind of freestyle a little bit. Freestyle Fridays. Like so, David wants to tell us a story about his wisdom tooth. So we'll let David take the floor. It fucking hurts. Um, one removed, right? One, two. Okay. Yeah, now I got my left side taken out, like the left upper and left uh, lower. Mm-hmm. It feels fine. It's just achy. Like I've been on Advil for like ever. Um, that's it. It was fine. It was a very easy process. I, there was no pain while it was happening. I was just like, I was all numbed up and had some of that nitric oxide. Is that how you say it? Nitric oxide? Laughing oh, gas, basically. They gave you the laughing gas? Yeah. Um, and that's it. I mean, it took maybe 20 minutes, I think. David's cracking up before they put it on. Oh, it's so effective. It's like, we haven't put it on yet. I was like, oh, I'm hilarious. No. He just giggles a lot. <laughs> I just start laughing. He just laughs all the time. Like... <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bravo, we didn't reply yet. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was fine, though. And then, yeah. It's just a little achy. Can't eat every, can't eat whatever I want. Can Ice mash cream, potatoes, mashed potatoes, chicken, soft foods. Chicken, soft foods. Um, ice cream. I know everyone lights up when you tell them you can eat ice cream. Like, oh no, I can eat ice cream. Like, I should. Yeah. That's crazy. I was going to have soup. Like I texted the doctor and said, hey, can I have soup? And they were like, sure. Yeah, have soup. And then I was like, so I'm going to have saying? quinoa. I'm going to have quinoa soup. And they're like, no, you can't have quinoa soup because the quinoa gets stuck in the wound. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm like, fuck. Because I made this whole quinoa thing. I'm like, god damn it. So, yeah. No, but then I I ordered chicken, like like a roasted chicken, and then like sweet mashed potato. So I had that. And then that's it. Just been eating ice cream, smoothies, mashed potatoes. You didn't wake up during it though, right? No, I wasn't out. I was, he, I was he awake. laughing gas. You know, laughing gas. I woke up before they finished. I feel like I told you guys this story. Yeah, you told everyone, us this story. Everyone told me it was going to be fine. Then I woke up. First of all, the anesthesia was not like the the knee surgeries I experienced where it was count to 10, about five, you're out. And the next thing you know, you're waking up in the, in the hospital bed, like cracking joke. That's how I remember it. Whereas this is very different. Like, did you see so yeah, other? I just, this, I, this anesthesia i could feel it going through like limb by limb anesthesia no that's not what he said but i see it goes back to remember that episode (laughs) that i was trying to like talk about his accent if it ends in an a he has a tendency to make it an er anesthesia 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 Anastasia. I don't even know what the word is anymore. You know, we say it so many times, you forgot the word is. But you have just this one. I'm taking these two out next time. Savage. So I got all four of mine taken out in one sitting. Is that something they shouldn't do? No, it's just if you want to take them all out at once, do it. But I mean, for I me, figured... I just needed to get this one out. This mm. one had to come out. These I gotta I do that don't too. feel shit. Like it does not, it doesn't matter. But now you get doctors... holes in the back of your mouth. Then they Apparently. gotta fill it up. Well, the wisdom tooth. No, nah, they don't fill it up. They don't. Yeah, they don't have to do anything. If it's it's only if it's like a molar or something like that, one of your other teeth. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, all stitched up. And we'll see. A little you're, throbby. You're brave man. I can tell you the story about 
how Alex said, oh, I'll, I'll make you mashed potatoes. And it was from a sachet. Oh, I, I remember that story, story now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I, we, we, me and her a lot after about the other day. I said, I like, thought you were like mashed potatoes. I said that is not my. I was like, damn, she's gonna, she's gonna pick up the potatoes from a farm. She's gonna peel from them. A farm. <laughs> she's gonna pick she's them gonna herself. Them, mash them. And I was like, my God, this, this, my girlfriend's like the sweetest woman ever. And then she gets a sachet and pours a bit of water and makes it a spoon. I was like, what? <laughs> This is not. That's, that's how I grew up eating mashed potatoes. That's so not how we grew up in the UK with mashed potatoes. That's not how I grew up making mashed potatoes. <laughs> I, I grew up well, just funny. fucking mashed potatoes from a box, man. Yeah, that's not well, mashed potatoes, but humble <laughs> beginnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like Chef when you figure out that's not actual like pasta. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Or when you drink YooHoo, you don't think it's not actually chocolate milk. Yeah, that's crazy. It's called chocolate drink. Chocolate drink, the drink gets you every time. All right, uh, since we're on food, do you know, uh, Jacques? I'm pretty sure you are familiar with cottage cream. You know what that is? Cottage cheese or cottage cottage cream? Maybe I got it wrong. Uh, no, I've I've heard of it. I'm not someone that's had it. So I was talking to somebody um, who lives in um, London right now, and they were talking about how they have tea time. And typically it's like tea and they have like the biscuits and jam or like, I, I heard this thing, cottage cream. And I was like, is that like cottage cheese or is that like cream cheese? Uh, and they were just like, no, it's not. It's kind of like creamy butter before it actually becomes butter. Like it's the, it's still like a liquidy consistency. So I was wondering if you, if you knew about that. I but, can't really speak of it. I'm sorry. I know I, the fact that you said it's with afternoon tea sounds familiar, but it's, I mean, it is a traditional thing to to be able to go to somewhere like a tea a tea room and be able to go have tea, um, but that's not something that I like. I never have. Sorry, guys, so loud here. Um, yeah, every damn ten minutes. But uh, I I only have tea now when I go to my parents. Like I don't really have to, I don't go and be like, oh, I crave tea. But tea and biscuits is is legit though. If you get some good biscuits and not. And also for American listeners, like we call biscuits scones, pretty much, right? Scones. Yeah, and biscuits are what you guys call cookies. But biscuits aren't cookies in the sense that they're usually a bit different. They don't always have to have like chocolate in them, and they're usually kind of more dry. Like Popeyes more dry. chicken, Popeyes biscuits. No, those are scones. That's what I'm saying. No, they're not. They're biscuits. Is there is there a legit difference <laughs> Listen, between? Mr. Is there like a legit difference between scones and biscuits besides like where you make it? Like, is there? They're like, pretty ingredient? much. Uh, I think biscuits. At, biscuits say, are made with love. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, they had ten. Do they tend to have got some garlic seasoning in them? I feel. And then scones are typically a little. Don't really have that sort of seasoning, like garlic or anything. Oh, David's um, on it. David's on the case. But um, so, while David, you got it. It says a scone should not flake like a biscuit. That's all mm, it says. It not. says a scone is drier <laughs> than a biscuit. That doesn't really answer our question, but scones are intended to be consumed with the hot beverage of your choice, with clotted <laughs> cream or butter or jam. There you go. That's clotted it. Cream. Clotted cream. Clotted cream. We didn't get that between us. God, don't worry. I got I got absolutely embarrassed by a client when there's this very good plant-based spot by sports club Le Botaniste, and it's. I didn't put the two together that it's, you know, botanical plant-based and I was like, Oh, I wonder what it means. And I'm like, aren't you French? And I was like, Oh God, that's a, 
that's a blonde moment right there oh that's so, like botanical in french yeah like botanical meaning plant plant-based I that. Even I it's really guys you should go out you should go and check it's it feels french style it's really good it's more appropriate for winter i feel it's kind of I wouldn't say comfort food, but it's that kind of style. It's it's pretty good though. And Angel's right by the club. But David, I think there's it's it's not far for you either. What's in the called called again? Uh, Le Botaniste, and it's on 67th and uh, no, I'm sorry, Columbus. Sorry, the botanist. Le Botaniste. Okay. The botanist. The I'm botanist. putting the French accent on because I'm trying to justify that I still have some Frenchness. Frenchness. <laughs> yeah. It's got the French in them. I get the print. The funniest thing, guys, is when I've gone back to, to France a couple of times and when someone tells me something and they look at me like I'm like I'm crazy because I don't know what the word is. That the best one was when I was at the airport and I was flying, I think it was uh I was gonna see family and meet my dad like the day after in Paris, but I um I flew into the airport in Paris, uh, Charles de Gaulle, and this woman I was asking for the tickets for the train, she's like, Oh le guichet. And the guichet is pretty much ticket office but i've never heard that word in my 20 years of existence of learning the language she looks at me like i'm just crazy because i can speak it and, lo- and understand it enough but there's that odd word mm. i don't know if it's you guys you know if you have a dialect that's maybe from like colombian or peruvian that there's like one or two of those words that like oh you maybe never heard of but i'm sure you would probably mm-hmm. get it to some extent but so some of those things throw me off but it's what happens when you don't i don't i don't speak of anyone anymore like if i was a excuse me with my father Every day I would speak to him in it every day, but I don't, I'm not speaking to him every single day. So I don't, it's kind of hard to, the only ones that speak French here are Muruk are the Haitians. So Creole. Creole. And that's not exactly. I saw Kelly the other day too. I said, stop, I say, he was like, the fuck? Who said that? (laughs) (laughs) So, but Angel, I didn't feel like I I was about to cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to ask another um, silly question. Go for it on the clotted cream tip. So I'm thinking cultural differences in New York, when an employer wants to give their employees a high five, they say, we're going to give you guys pizza, right? It's like pizza day. Yeah. Congratulations for doing overtime or whatever the hell it is. Um, And then sometimes in the mornings you have like bagels that get delivered or whatever. There's more office people, not really the people on the ground floor, but that's another question for, that's another topic for another day. But if you're in, if you're overseas or if you're somewhere else, like, do you have experience with the same thing? Is it kind of like the same style or is it just like pizza and bagels? Cause we're in New York and then like over in England, it might be uh, biscuits or scones or whatever it is. Yeah. I think you could have things where people bring crisps and snacks. I think tell you the truth. The only job I really did, at least when I was in the UK was hospitality. So there was always food and it was, the funny thing was there was um you would think that when you're in a in a hotel that uh you'd always have good food but for the guests are the ones that take priority so the, they they usually have the better quality food and there was i used to joke with one of the chefs and i was like can you stop making chips which we always call fries i was like with every damn meal like every meal was like this and chips this and chips and like i know that if you've never had say fish and chips well, it's not a common thing because we live in the states that sounds appealing but it's like if you had fries and burr or fries in this every single night, you would be going AWOL. You'd be going crazy. Like, I don't want to have this anymore. So we kind of like joke with them a little bit. But um, actually, towards the end, I started bringing my own food, my own food, because I 
the other thing was work in the hospitality industry was you couldn't always guarantee if you're going to get food, not based on there being food available, but you having the time. Because if you're working a wedding and I, I primarily was behind the bar, if you're, if the bar is busy, you don't get a break. That's just how it is. Like, and that's why when people talk about weddings and this and that, and if there was a, depending what the framework was, or again, traditionally Irish weddings were usually a lot of drinking just, just was. And so if it's an Irish wedding and it was on new year's, RIP, man, like you weren't getting a break. New Year's Eve, Irish, you had to have have a much Guinness, like kegs Guinness ready and whatever. But so that being said, towards the end, I just thought, no, nah, I need a 15 minute break. Like the laws, they weren't, and this look, like it's only like with floor shifts, for example, as well, like knowing what you're entitled to, right? Or any, any line of work, right? Once you know the, it's the same when I worked in retail, they all four hour shifts were typically entitled to a 15 minute break. But if you didn't tell them, it wasn't, you want, you shouldn't know if they, if they want, they can ask for it, but if they're not aware of the information, they're not, it's not a resource to them to, to be able to go and use if That makes sense. Right. Same when I was in the hospitality industry, I didn't know I was entitled to a break or I should have gotten a break 10, 15 years ago, those rules were a little looser. Now they're a little more strict. So there was that then as well, but, but towards the end of my tenure, I was making sure I'd have my own meals, but going back to your question, sorry, I really escalate off there. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, you went yeah, into employee yeah, rights. It was kind yeah. of cool, but well, it just, it's just interesting because I went back there as a guest two summers ago. It was just very interesting. And I think someone also said, you can tell the quality of a person by the way they treat someone in the, in the service industry. Like oh, you can yeah. tell a lot about them when they don't like how, how you treat the waiter tells a lot about the other person. And it's really, I think that's very interesting. And I think that we're all, we've all been in the service industry. And I think that once you are in the service industry, you know, that like, I never get people that are just really shitty to a waiter or waitress. Like when they've just been nothing but friendly, if the food is, if the food sucks, like two things about that one, the food might suck, but that's, that's on the chef usually. Right. Mm. Or for most part. And then two, Sometimes this is this is what happens. Sometimes the people don't know how foods or drinks should be combined. Like I think oh, I typically see, like, people will just order some wild shit. And yeah, like, like so disgusting. typically red wine is best served with red meat, right? I don't know much about it, but if someone's ordering white wine or red meat, it's not uh, a faux pas. It's not completely forbidden, but it's uh, typically you'd have red wine with meat, and then you'd have, you'd have white wine with dessert, right? So if someone's ordering red wine with dessert and white wine with their meat there's a possibility that it's not the best combination, but if someone's ordering it, like you can, like I got, um, people always look at me funny when I order my steak, when if I ever order steaks, I want it well done. Just, just how I like it, you know? And people are like, oh, you can't enjoy the meat the way it is. So that's not like a normal thing. It's very odd. It's people that, people who you associate someone like me, like not having tasted food, for example, because you have to completely cook the meat to like, burn kind of thing so there are people that will order food not know what the best combinations are and then i just but i just don't understand it like just they're just trying to make money but i also don't have time for people that are sassy like waitresses and waiters like if you're sassy leave your problems at the door like i i, don't, I won't go into it too much but i've i've been on that end as well when i know like i know it's not the easiest job in the world and these guys haven't been able to work for like a year because of covid and they're starting to come back into it but because the tipping industry is very different here to the UK as well. I'll tell you that. The UK, you don't really get tips. Tips are included in your in your wages. Here, they're not. So in the UK, if you got tipped, it was usually an American client, customer, 
or someone that was just very generous. But I, if I came home with a tip once every 10 shifts, maybe if that, that's mm. how it is. Sorry, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> All right, no pizza and bagels. Send that pizza. <laughs> 10 minutes later. Fucking hell, Jack. <laughs> Just tell us if there's pieces of bagel. That's it. We that's don't all, care about That's all we want to know. <laughs> all right. That's the only one for the day. Nah, that's all good. Um, all right. Now I got more health-related stuff, but David, Let's you want to say something? You want to get a stab at Jack before we move along? No. He, he's, <laughs> he's, sorry, guys. He suffered enough. <laughs> seven, seven plus, I'll tell you what, and David knows Arsenal as well, right? In the seven and a half years they worked at that the hotel, Arsenal hadn't won a trophy. That's how long Damn. it was. Yeah. And then the year after I left, they won. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but yeah. Uh, so recently I, I made some purchases that are around my health and wellness. So one of them is a blackout curtain. So I don't know about you guys, if, if you mess with blackout curtains or not, a little bit. we got um, a tension rod. So it's not like we're actually hanging up on anything, but we have it in the bedroom just so it blocks out the light. And uh, that was one. And then two, I got this stand for my laptop. It's called the Minder, Minder stand, Minder laptop stand. So it kind of just like lifts it up and then you can like mess around with it to get the laptop facing you. And that's more for like virtuals and stuff like that. But blackout curtain, number one, is a game changer. I've been sleeping like a baby, like lights out, knocked out. You know, those when you take a nap or something like that and you're like drooling and like you don't know what time it is or what day it is. I've been sleeping like that. Um, so that's been really good and really helpful. And then uh, but because of that, I haven't been journaling because it's mad dark. It's like a fucking cave. So I put I take out You're the notebook and I put now, that shit yeah. right exactly I put that shit back I'm like I can't even read what I'm writing I'm I'm done, um, but I've been sleeping like a baby that's one and then two, the stand is really cool because I'm able to just have it upright and now it's on me if I want to slouch or not like obviously a lot of us will slouch regardless given enough time, but it really does help to have that customizable, you know fixable thing. I know David got a new chair too, but. We'll... Oh my God, David, can we see the chair from you? <laughs> you want it right now? <laughs> this is going to kill chair. me. Get up. You got to stand up. Come on. No up. The see light that. is hitting it. So you don't know what color it is. Yet. Yeah. Guys, if you're listening, so if David texts us and show us okay, the chair. I... There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so for our listeners, David texted us the other day and he said, um, so guys, my parents, David, was it your dad that got it? Or your parents that got you the chair, let, right? Let's that let him tell because I'm yeah, still let's, confused. Let's, go on, let's let okay, David so tell us. My story. parents one day were checking the, like, the front door and someone left the box by accident. It was like I think FedEx or something. And then my parents were like, the fuck? This isn't ours. So they're like, oh, they'll probably come and get it back. Never did. And it was like fucking three months. And then they saw that it was a chair. And my dad was like, Dave, do you want it? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And then I, my dad brings it to me, whatever. I'm like, cool, I see that it's, it's a chair. I don't read the whole thing. So I'm like opening it, and I'm like, I see it. I'm like, fuck. It's like, <laughs> call my dad. I'm like, oh, dad, you know this was pink? He's like, oh, shit. He's like, it's pink for a girl? I'm like, nah, it's just pink. <laughs> like, well... Do you want to keep it? He said, fuck it, keep it. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's is it comfy? So funny. 
it's okay. It's, yes. It's, all right. <laughs> it's not even if it was mad comfy, you would think it's not, whatever. It's not as comfy as I thought it would be. Mm, yeah, because it has like the little headrest or whatever yeah. there. No, too. this headrest is great. Like I love the headrest, but the, okay. the, the, the actual cushion for the chair for your butt is too narrow. Five hours uh, late on zone. <laughs> Does it have yeah. armrests? Yeah. Not not big armrests, but armrests. Are they adjustable? Can you lift them up? Yeah, them. yeah, but not 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 as much as you could see it. It's a gaming chair, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like the, the fucking armrest like moves in and out. Oh. Weird. Oh. And then also it has a lumbar thing. Apparently it's a massage too, but I don't know how it works. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> like someone... it's actual, like you can plug it in and it moves. Apparently so. I think someone out there is missing, so I don't know. Yeah. Someone out there is really mad. They're like, where's my bloody pink and white chair? I'm sure no, I'm sure they got it. They got I'm sure they got a new one. So well, that's happened with uh, someone Carmen. I know when they, uh, what was it? I think they got sent weights and like, oh, I got sent the wrong ones. And they didn't ask for the ones they sent by accident back. So it was like a pair of 20 pounds. Like, no, no, I paired, I ordered a pair of 12 kilo or 20 kilo kettlebells. And you got a pair of 20 pound dumbbells and suddenly he said, no, you you sent me dumbbells. It was like, he he, he ordered a pair of dumb, uh, kettlebells, right? Mm-hmm. And then his delivery is a box, I think, shaking. And he's like, what like it's not a kettlebell you put together it's like a one-piece kettlebell so he opens it up and it's one of those adjustable dumbbell sets with different weights so he's like that's not what i ordered but they didn't ask for it back so he's like all right whatever and same with the um the foam roller there was something wrong with the light and it's like oh i'll send you a new one then ask for it back so depending you know that's pretty dope but that's a shame it's it's okay, David. <laughs> it's okay. It's not great. I thought it was going to be super comfy. But nah. Go review it. Like, oh, we don't have a history of your purchase. So. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. Then. Forget about my review. We can't Forever. find your order number. Why are you? <laughs> oh, that's right. funny. I, want, I was thinking about getting a new chair because I've had this chair for years. And it was like originally a chair that I forget. I think it was like my dad got the chair from when like one warehouse was closing and then he got like two chairs it was like a warehouse was closing so they just had chairs like office chairs and things so then we got one um and then i've been using it for like i don't know how long maybe like 10 years eight ten years wow um but it's it's good it's legit like it's sturdy that's the thing but i don't know if it's great for my back long term but mm. i guess the other argument would be you shouldn't be sitting down for that long anyway so mm. I was thinking about um, actually today. I was thinking about Sean. You remember Sean Cronin? How he he doesn't was, even have chairs. Yeah. I told, oh, I don't know if I could do that though. Yeah. I mean, I guess you just lay down or something like that. Like you know, he has the the cushion, right? So you can sit down. Yeah, but I don't know. My I don't know if my knees could do that. Bent legs. Sometimes my legs need to just uh, be straight. But. Um... What other topics did you did you want to discuss or bring up? I don't think I had anything. I was just I saw something on Squat University about I'm seeing a lot of you know shoes versus bare footwear and how mm. the test he was doing. I've seen this before, but if you take out the sole of your shoe, place it on the floor, get into a squat and see how your feet spread out, right? Almost like webbed feet, and then compare it to if you're in a shoe, let's say like a Nike shoe. How your feet are constricted, and he was showing how 
oh, your ankle collapses or the mobility of your ankle changes because your feet can't spread as it should. Have you guys seen yeah. or know about that? I feel David at least has. I spoke to him about I've it before. Seen it. Yeah, it's... I have the the Vivo barefoot shoes. Oh, I need to get on those. Do you like them? Cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Think about that. I mean, and then the weightlifting shoes, they're not as wide. So they're they pretty narrow. You a little bit, yeah. My thing with Vivo barefoot, though, whenever I look on it, maybe I'm being vain, most likely. There's only two colors. It's like white and black. Can we have a bit more variety in colors? Could we have like a teal here? And, you know, am I, am I being... Teal? Dude, I love teal. I love purple. I love green. Get me some colors. Well, should they have colors? You got to look. I got to look. No, but compared only, to Nike, where it's... 30,000 shades of right it's only like two rest of them are like outdoor shoes but yeah, i just yeah. hopefully they it's like with no ball correct david you got the first series and now they have all kinds of colors but i'm sure when they first they released so their pair, it was like black white navy and maroon or something when they first yeah. dropped i bet right yeah. so i gotta look into that but uh i just thought that was interesting and uh i had a client on tuesday that Staying on the, staying on their heel was a real was a real tricky thing, and I should have done this sooner. But I've just I got to the point where I, look, let's just take the shoes off, and so much better the connectivity with the floor, and it's mm -hmm. and it, I'm guilty of it too as well, right? Where I don't take my shoes off, but the first thing I see in the mirror or when I see it um, in the reflection is that like mine is the right ankle, right? That collapses underneath, and when your Alex said you give me a very good cue was to claw the ground of your feet. And so you get that activation with the heel, the the ball on the outside of your foot. You get those three connected parts almost clawing the floor, that activation. Because it's funny when we foam roll, we've spoken about foam rolling before, but if you foam roll your quads, your calves, your ham... I don't think foam rolling hamstrings does anything, personally. Every time I do it, I don't feel anything, but that's a different story. But when you do all those parts of tissue, well, you know, those tissue parts, we never, how many of us, I mean, I know I've seen some of you guys with a ball underneath your foot, but it's so interesting, right? So many, so often we can activate the tissue above the ankle joint, but not below the ankle joint. And the foot itself is almost like a sleep. And then you got to load the body with a heavy bar. There's something that I have not done enough of either, but I just think it's quite an interesting take. I, I, I massage the bottom of my feet because it feels good. It's not cool. Yeah. I mean, whether or not it does anything. All the studies on rolling out show that there is there isn't you don't have a negative gain on that. Like it's mm. more like can't lose anything from doing it, right? Yeah. Like you could do it, great, but uh, is it doing something? Now that comes down to whether or not you want to waste your time and roll <laughs> out. So And you found a study a while ago, David, I wanna say that said it's most effective when you perform the exercise right after rolling. Correct. Yeah. So if you want to work on your ankle mobility, the way they said it was you roll off the ankle joint, do a couple of squats, roll off the ankle joint, do a couple Keep of squats, doing it. Yeah. you know, back and forth, back and forth. And not only then is where it showed a noticeable difference in your mobility in the ankle. Makes sense. So yeah. I still roll. Team roll. That's how Team you roll. roll. That's how you roll. I do a little bit. You know, what's funny is I have the, the, the the vibrating foam roller and then someone the other day at the gym came up to me and said oh i thought that was a speaker i was gonna start playing music any second i was like i mean i can put some music on but that wasn't the case but i can't i feel guilty having the turning the vibrating mode 
in the apartment. Can you imagine if you're in the apartment, you like from the next ceiling up, Fuck feel it. a little bad. Yeah, nah, no, if, there was. Do, I think do, that's a little messed up. But put, you can't put it on the wood. You got to put like something underneath it. Yeah, like yeah, but even on the mat, I think you still feel the, the hero feel the vibration. No, I got this Manduka mat. That shit is thick. Really it's thick as hell. Um, but it stays to the floor. It's heavy. It probably weighs like. I believe I it. I don't know, like three to five pounds or something like that. Jesus. Yeah. And that is really good for absorbing forces. Because I use the um, the vibrating foam roller with that, and it feels, it doesn't bounce around that much, like, because obviously you're on it. But if you just, mm. like, release it, then it's just going to go wherever. Um, but it doesn't feel like it's actually reverberating that much. But Just fucking do it, Jacques. What are you rolling up for like 20 if you're minutes? Not, yeah, and if you're not doing it like Well, two sometimes morning. I do it at night, right? Because my tendonitis has been firing up a little bit on my knee, on both knees sometimes. I'm like, damn, one knee? No, both knees? Damn. So I try and, but what's, so I, I typically, if and when I have the time, try and get a massage done as well and haven't just with time not been able to do it. So I, I, I it's not a shocker, right? When you mentioned that study about foam rolling, that, oh, they'll say it's most effective. But personally, what, if I've done, too much knee flexion that day like if i've been riding too much on the bike or stairs or whatever i know for a fact when i foam roll my quad at night it's brutal it's painful because they've been so dominantly used that day it helps mm-hmm. right and then anything where it's as I, this sounds crazy but the other night i was watching one of the islands games who are absolute wagon of a team by the way i'll go into that later i was you, doing you what another team they're an absolute wagon of a team oh, all right okay. should i just get into this right now real quick no nah. yeah. I'll, I'll get to the end though because I want to because I'm just absolutely buzzing off this. So um, I was just doing glute bridge holes. And it's funny because it's sometimes the stuff you give your clients to prescribe and I I don't do enough of it myself, but I was doing this like, damn, my glutes are on fire. And I was like, all right, this is just helping with. That's why I try and communicate to people when they're, when they're getting tendonitis. And that's typically won't been some of the go-tos with alleviating that pain as glue activation, hamstring activation, handed work and foam rolling, right? And just in that order or not in that order but in that those choices of uh methods to help with that and it's just and then ultimately like no one wants to hear this but sometimes the best healer is time and sleep you know make sure you sleep enough and that's it is what it is i had a client go get blood work done on monday and he was talking about like his cholesterol levels when he went four years ago were like two or three times what the average person should be yeah right and healthy healthy person yeah and um since he's been pretty much plant-based last four years, it's, it's like way down. And it's not to say it's all meats, but he said he was predominantly doing keto foods as well, keto diets. And that's why he thinks that he was, but also taking some supplementation as well. Right. So he thinks it might be that too, but just a lot cleaner diet. I don't know how I got after this, by the way, but <laughs> I'm off a tangent. Yeah. You're on a tangent. You're on a roll. All right. But I'm going to mention my analyze at the end of this. I'm not. All right. We'll heads. save five minutes <laughs> fine because david's Four, also five. david's also sleepy i see david his eyes yeah we won't keep on to it like my fucking baby dude, I don't know what's going like like every time since i got them removed i've just been like tired yeah it wipes you out man ache. yeah well it is you're probably not you know, sleeping that way either yeah yeah surgery regardless so your body's trying to just say chill it's pretty let cool me, though let me like, i could feel one tooth like shattered into a million pieces i was like oh shit you don't freak out when you hear that. Did they draw anything? No. Nah, when you, that's a I, filling. Oh, I had that you, in the fall. Ooh. You smell that smoke? Oh, you know that's just your fucking yeah. enamel. <laughs> that shit is wild. To this fire. I had this, uh, the dentist. I get grills. I went, you get grills. 
Do they got grills in uh, in England? <laughs> yeah, but it's not something you see every day. <laughs> David comes out. I was so, like, "What's up, my man?" Wait a minute. That's the other thing too. Like, uh, and maybe David could look into this because he's fast with the the web. But do you put grills on top of your teeth? Like, do you put that on top of your yeah. teeth? Do you remove the tooth and then you put in no, like you a put new, them like gold? You, you you put grills on over your teeth. You don't. I see. So like the old school with the the Wrigley's um foil yeah like all that put- yeah all that's all because they have to you know i saw someone get them online once and you're know, a dentist or whatever the fuck they do it i don't even know if it's a dentist a mold i mean it's got a mold be. of your teeth yeah mm-hmm. that's, that's a collab crazy. effort you got to get the the dentist you gotta get the jeweler you gotta get some engineer yeah yeah do they have whole molding of your fucking teeth and yeah man that's you not for me that's what i'll say that's wild um, but I did want to segue just to shout out um, Mel because I saw some stuff that she's been posting, right? So place to, open, right? Yeah, to our listeners, if you haven't checked out um, one of our earlier episodes, I forgot what episode number it is. Eleven but, or twelve, I think. Yeah, we, yeah, we had Mel on, and she was speaking about um, her well wisher and how she had plans to open up a facility, and she was, you know thinking about doing it and trying to make the leap sometime soon. And now I think it's like fully operational, yep. right? They had yeah, a so. shoe policy, which I really liked where they don't want outside shoes on the mat. So you can clean them. I want to say, but uh, I like that. I think that's a really good space for it. I think we don't realize when you walk in a gym everywhere, you think the soft space is good to be doing uh, floor exercises or bodyweight exercises, but don't forget, like, the shoes being able. So, I really like that concept. I think more places should do that. It's almost like a studio, I guess, right? When they take their shoes off yeah. at the entrance, like that, that idea is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it, I guess, it requires a little bit more space. And then, mm-hmm. like, you would have to control the number of people that come in, too, right? So, it's not just like a flood of people and then you just have all these shoes. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. I think I really like that idea, being able to have that. And then also having, it be controlled to that point just also shows like you can draw more attention to each person that steps in your gym or steps into your facility. Um, I don't know if you guys were to open up your own spot, like let's not say that this is going to happen tomorrow, but would you have like one of those small studios? Would you have a warehouse gym? Would you have like a luxury club? Like if you had all the finances and all that stuff, what would you do? Warehouse. I like the warehouse idea too, but I also like studios too. I like both. I think squat racks everywhere, big ass fans, no AC. (laughs) Oh God. I do like that idea of, um, I think didn't actually say one of our early guests while she was the facility she was now working in was more of a warehouse style gym. I think so. Yeah. Right. And I, I always see at least in the sport specific training side where a team will go and train at facilities like that i've always just because i've never really experienced that or, or, or on a couple of instances i have but that's something that actually got me into the training business to begin with i saw that i saw the athletes what they do in the off season whatever i thought oh that's that really draws me to to want to train with them and be with them and um there's a couple in toronto there's some in mass it's always in neighborhoods where let's say the sport has a lot of talent or growth 
has come from, they typically, those athletes go back to their hometown and someone, that's why they'll train those areas. So like in hockey, for example, shout out to Toronto for our Canadian listeners. There's a lot of guys that go back there. And I find it quite interesting because it's just, the exercises are very specific to their sport. I know we've spoken about to get better at your sport, just, just play the sport. But these are guys that are already pretty skilled, pretty strong. There's some things they need to work on in the off season and they're going to find their way to do it when they come in this facility. But um, I think about it every so often about opening. I think, oh, how would, you know, for me as well, something I think about is I'd have Alfie there. I'd have him there with me all day because he's awake when I'm awake. He's, and that's something that like you make, I make my own rules. And don't, do you guys know that's how Dog Pound started? That Hugh Jackman brought his dog and that's kind of where they got the name from it because this trainer couldn't train him at the other places. He's like, all right, I'll help you open this place, whatever. And he was able to bring his dog. And I think in the LA location, they have a French bulldog that just walks around. Like just, just does. Yeah. I actually saw Hugh Jackman this week. Did I tell you guys that? Yeah. Yeah, you did. So funny. I see this dog. I see this, this couple, a pair of dogs. Dog. And I see this Frenchie and I'm like, huh. And I was like, huh, I've seen that Frenchie before. And yeah, very tall. But that was kind of cool. Everyone's left him be. Hugh Jackman tall? He's dude. I, I didn't realize how tall he was. Maybe wow. it was because I don't know, but um, I know he's gonna be doing that show, the Music Man. I think it is whenever Broadway opens up. But that's pretty cool. The Wolverine. Awesome. I think that um, going to your point about Dog Pound and Jim's opening up with dogs and not dogs, but I think that that's gonna be a huge, and uh, that's gonna be a huge opportunity for people for businesses. Um, and I don't think it's only for gyms, but I think it's also for companies because everybody and their mama got a dog during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get a kid, you have a dog. You're a dog. Um, so it's like one of those things where I think we're going to start the number of adopted dogs have, have gone up until they return them. That's what I don't like. That's ah. what's about to bring up. That people bring them back. Blah, no, blah, a, dog, blah. a dog is for life, man. That's why people, I thought <laughs> people people like, are irresponsible, nah. man. People are irresponsible. People are like, oh, nah. I'll oh, say this as well. <laughs> <to> Adrian. <laughs> Add it. Oh, nah. <laughs> I'll say this as well. Look, there's, you're so, I don't know. I, there's some people, when I hear how they treat the dogs, it gets, in my head, I think, I don't know if you should have a dog. I think they don't. But I think that everybody, every dog owner, if you take all the dog owners, it's like kids, right? Mm, everybody yeah. has an opinion about how people should yeah. raise their kids. And I think the same thing goes for dogs and dog owners. There's not one dog owner that's raising their dog right now that everybody across we'll the board with. is like, that person raises their, or I don't even know if you say the best raises their dog, yeah. right? But lives with their dog correctly. The only thing else, it's just if someone says, oh, I can make them wait this many hours. You know, the first, this is how I do it. When someone tries to justify something with dogs, put yourself in the dog's shoes. Can you wait eight hours to go pee? Yes. Yes. You're going to wait. All right. So tomorrow, you're both going to wait eight hours before you go pee. Like, no, because I don't have to. Yeah, that's, not the, that's not the point, though. You could. Right, so that's that what you said. You no. said, can you? And the answer is yes. If you have a gun pointed to your head, that's the best motivation to do anything in life. So can we do this tomorrow? You guys text me. You wake up. You get to pee in the morning. Then you're going to pee. I'm not going to hold my pee for you. you. I'm not going to FaceTime you while I go pee. But if I had that's a gun to your head and told you not to pee for eight hours, I bet you wouldn't pee. Not happening. I'd pee myself. Then you'd be dead. <laughs> then I'll be dead, but I won't be holding in anymore. <laughs> One way or another, that piece coming out. 
if he's coming out <laughs> one way or another i'm sorry no, but I, I get what you're saying but obviously everybody again everybody has an opinion about dogs and everybody has an opinion yeah about, no that's a fair point that's a fair comment you know, everyone's got their kids own. it's like you shouldn't it should be vegan dog diets and then people are like no. vegan dog diets you're abusing your dog and then it's like you should walk your dog every 10 minutes it's like well i walk my dog you know once every four hours or i walk my dog once every like three times a day or two times a day right so yeah there, there's always those things i'll say i'll quick, quickly say this but like i there was someone i trained in the past damn these sirens are killing me today where uh maybe you should said, leave that building maybe something's uh, going on <laughs> nah it's the same building just different unit but there was someone i i i worked with and they said my dog gets three walks a day for 10 minutes i'll tell you this sometimes the client would go and damn sometimes a client would go and pee more than once in the hour but you're telling me the dog gets three times the whole day you cut you you go twice in an hour well they're gonna go pee to not work out i'm sorry but you go twice in one hour, but someone has to hold it three times. I'm like, fuck that. All right, I'll stop that. So I'll go, I'll go into a rabbit hole. Yeah. Damn, I'm going to sell me down rabbit holes today. Rabbit I don't even hole, touch man. the Islanders yet. I think you're just excited. So with that said, let's just go into the Islanders. That way we can wrap up right after this. Wrap it up. All right. So hockey team, right? <clears throat> that's right. My new Islanders. So I'll tell you this. I listened to a lot of podcasts. More recently, a lot of them have been hockey ones. And they're playing the Boston Bruins, who were pretty good in the season. Anyway, long story short, I found a stat. So let me pull it up actually, because this makes me laugh. And I actually like seeing this underdog stuff. So a lot of the experts are saying, oh, nah, it's not going to be the Islanders. The Bruins are going to win. So let me, let me try the stat. So the stat that they had was the Islanders had a 23% chance of winning the series, just 23% chance, right? And they had a 6% chance of winning the series in six games, 6%. They beat them in six games. No one gave them a chance. Everyone said, oh, this and this and that. Everyone was shredding them. And they beat them in six games and, like, beat them well. Um, that being said, they're probably going to get smoked in the next round. <laughs> but it just really? it's funny because we talk about things that drive your blood pressure up, and this is not healthy for me because it's not fun whilst they're playing because you're nervous about how they're going to do. And it's the further they go, the – the bigger the toll your blood pressure takes, I think. And um, Alex is like, I told her, I was like, babe, they through the next round. She's like, shit. Because she knows the longer they go through, the longer this goes on. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just buzzing. I, I'm tempted to go to another round, but uh, you guys, I'll send a, I'll send you guys a link of the, them singing the national anthem at the game on Wednesday. And the the singer almost stopped singing. The whole crowd was singing. It was like, it gives you chills just to hear the national anthem, to hear and see a venue full and it's full of boys. Not many masks being worn, but that's a different thing. Um, and just super hyped off it, man. Like I didn't sleep that well the last two nights because I'm just so like amped up. I'm, I'm not even a player, but um, I don't know what else is going to say about it. Oh, the one funny thing was the coach of the Bruins even said, he goes, oh, they're like the New York Saints over there. So they're like, what? He called them New York Saints for implying that they play a narrative that they're like fair play when they're dirty or this and that. So the crowd was just like going banana, like, oh, New York Saints, New York. And even the, even the New Orleans Saints were like playing with it on Twitter. They're like, oh, congratulations on the Saints. Go marching in. Just like ripping them. So do you, do you say New Orleans? 
Like, New Orleans. Say? I say New Orleans, but in French, you would say New Orleans because uh-huh. Orleans is the original French city. That's where my dad's from, actually. Where Joan of yeah. Arc's also from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joan of Arc. <laughs> I'm dead serious. He's royalty. Dude, you do have a castle. Did you show David the the picture of the castle? I think I did, but it's funny because nice. castle David is a did. loose castle is a loose term for nah, that. Shit's a castle. That's a legit castle. Oh, maybe we'll David, put it. Did in you there. see it? I don't remember it. I don't think you see, saw it because I saw it and I was like, "That's a castle. We gotta take back that castle." It. I'll send you guys a link, but it's it's really like a big house. <laughs> it's got a moat, like the yeah. the water around it, but. It's got a fucking moat. Yeah. Yeah. He's all about. It's not that big. It's like, if you can put a moat around it, that's pretty John's, big. Gonna, John's gonna go back home and like with a fucking sword. See, be it like, doesn't belong mine. to my family, and that's the joke when bump when we went to visit it. We were again, we were thinking, oh, the Chateau de Dolorge. We're thinking, damn, like our ancestors had a castle. That's not. We go and we're like, this, this ain't a castle. It's kind of like when people say luxury, and it's got like. An AC unit, it means it's luxury and a hotel or something. I don't know. Like it's kind of it's kind of not knockoff, but then my mom's joke was moat. Well, my mom's joke was uh oh you got your ancestors probably lost it like gambling or something, right? Like how <laughs> you probably lost it, like hey, I'll bet you my house and it's the castle or whatever. So um it, it's kind of cool though, but I think my brother and my dad had traced it back to see how it passed from the people who live there, it's still their ancestors that like originally had like had it in their name, or whatever. So it's kind of cool and, and knowing the history. Uh, I'll send you guys a picture, but it's not. The reason why I say it's not a big deal is because if you guys see the castles in Scotland and some of the other ones in France that are like ginormous and huge, or even in uh, Germany, uh, the town of, uh, damn, where is it? Nuremberg. The old the old city itself is within the city walls. It was all like then the castle walls or like a, a town, whatever. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of impressive. And I mean, if you guys ever go to go to Scotland, uh, to Edinburgh, there's the castle there. That's pretty impressive. So it just, it's it not mad familiar. It's probably on one of these shows. One of these shows probably adapted. My castle, that my castle, my ancestor's castle. You see, you see, you're already saying it. That's, that's how you know we should go. You can bet the Islanders are going to win the championship. And you could say, if, I really hope they do. If they do, I don't know you what could I'm say, gonna do. I bet that the Islanders are going to win. And they'll be like, what do you bet? And you're gonna I say, bet my chateau. I, be- I bet Alfie for the castle. And then no. you're going to have Alfie in the castle. And Alfie's going to be the king of the castle. You're going to have Alfie. a picture of a portrait, an oil painting of with his Alfie crown on head. With da- on David's seat or something like that. Crown David's on his head <laughs> in the castle right when you enter. And that's going to oh be Alfie's God. little crib. Oh, anyway. man. But yeah, that's funny. I think, yeah. I, I hope we get to do a Euro trip at some point. Oh, I didn't even tell you guys. I might have a potential opportunity to do something in Italy. I never told you guys this. Did I? Yes, <laughs> I, I didn't. No. Every, nah, ep- every like fifth episode, you say, oh, I didn't tell you guys this. And it's like <laughs> something. Like the castle was one of those. That's yeah. how crazy it is. <laughs> so it's up this thing that came up a couple of weeks ago and they asked if I'd be interested in doing it. And guess if i re- we release this and i speak about it i'm not gonna say what it is or, but it's yeah. an opportunity that might happen and i had to make sure my u.s passport was done for it right because i don't have my u.s passport isn't is being uh made or produced whatever right now speak, so i don't know all the dealers of that but i can't leave, i don't even have a british passport <laughs> to get that redone as well so Damn. 
I can leave, I can't come back. So some people might be pleased with, but but yeah, I can't wait to tell you guys more about it. Um, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, let's wrap this up. Wrap it up. We'll catch Sorry, you. guys, I was on a, I was just tearing this. My man hasn't today. spoken to anybody always. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. No one cares about the Islanders, and here I am, people still don't care about the Islanders, <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> I'm going to just clog up my feed with it. That's, that's who I am. It's all good. You're, all right, we'll catch you guys later. Peace. Bye. Bye, guys.